You're listening to She Means Business, a podcast of four women realtors, each with unique business models who came together to establish a supportive community. We are here to offer valuable resources and break down barriers that we face within the industry. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in again. This is our last episode of season one. We will be coming back for a season two, so stay tuned for that. But we're going to wrap up today with talking how we generate new business without cold calling. As we spoke on before, the four of us all have way different approaches to our business. Like none of us are exactly the same. And it just kind of goes to show each realtor can do different things. And so my personal approach is I'm in new construction. So my leads come primarily from my new construction models and sign calls, which is different than the other girls here. So we're going to just dive into our favorite ways to generate leads. Yeah. Erica, do you want to start? Yeah. Um, so I guess <laughs> I put you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, yeah. So for me, um, which is, I'd say a lot different than actually your business mm-hmm. is, um, I really focus heavily on social media and just building my brand that way, educating my clients too. not just, I'll post occasional, you know, like cute pictures and like stuff like that. But I really like to, I try like once every once a week or every couple weeks to post like an educational reel talking about like something that is going to bring value and education to either buyer or seller. Um, and so that's helped me not only gain a couple followers, but just get people to like trust me with their home buying and selling processes. Um, Cause majority of my clients have been through social media and granted most of them, like I'd say 80% of them know me. I haven't not like not all of them I've talked to in a very long time. Like some of them, like I went to high school with, like I wasn't even friends with them, but they were friends on Instagram and like, they'll just DM me and like, I see like all that you're doing. And so they trust me. Um, so that's what, that's kind of like my main focus Mm -hmm. for getting leads. Well, and I love the balance too, of posting something personal, but while also kind of keeping it business related Mm -hmm. because you know, your business is kind of your way of living and it's your life and yes, providing for your family. And so also, people don't just want to keep seeing just real estate, real estate, real yes. estate. Like, okay, enough real estate, Erica. Like, mm-hmm. who are you? I want to, you yeah. know, I don't want to work with somebody that I know nothing about. Yes, it's definitely a balance where it's like, I still post some pictures of our family and like just yeah. personal stuff about me too, like my other side passions, not just real estate. Because it's like, I mean, I care more about than just real estate. And I think most people do too. Like, yeah, I'm I, I, different than any other realtor. If someone's yeah. going to like Google search Minnesota realtor and a bunch of Instagram pages come up, you don't want to just like blend in with mm-hmm. every person that has houses, houses, houses. It's like, oh, this is Erica, not yep. just another realtor. Right. And then I'm going to attract people who are more like me mm-hmm. and who I'm actually going to enjoy working with. They're going to enjoy working with me. If we won't butt heads, like it's going to be a much better experience for both me and the client. Um, and it's just a more authentic way of getting clients. You know they're choosing you because they know you. Yes. yes. Yeah. And another thing, too, that you do great on is that you do make your profile, like, pictures a lot real estate, but you share so many stories throughout the day of your yes. daily life, and that's your followers are going to get to know you that way more, too. And the more they get to know you, and like you said, attracting your client, if they, like, see what you're doing every day and like it, then they're going to want to use you too, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's important. Like, I try to post my face, especially, like, at least once a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And again, it's like, I don't always post business stuff. I'll post personal. But getting on stories is huge too um, versus just, like, posting on your feed because, like, 
Yeah. That's just a lot. And then you kind of get like that warm introduction. So when you go to like first meet a client, mm -hmm. they like feel like they already kind of know you. They already know you. Yes. Which is exactly. opposite to mine per se. Yeah. Because I have someone like calling me off a sign or like saying, hey, like want to see this like model. And I have no idea who they are. So it's yep. like going in blind. And I mean, I hope there's good rapport, but they don't follow me on social or anything right. first. So it just kind of. Yeah, it's a show, just different ways of getting leads, and it's totally different. And yeah. do you want to, like, expand on that kind of? Yeah, so it's, like, a lot of people will call off a specific property, and it's nice because I do sell for a builder, but I can also sell existing homes as well. So I can take those leads from a sign call and still say, okay, this may not be the perfect home for you, but now I know your budget's a little bit lower, and here's a couple more in the area I've actually seen, and still help them purchase elsewhere whether that be a different builder or yeah, existing homes. Um, but yeah, kind of the biggest part is like not knowing them beforehand. I don't love, so it's a little bit of a cold lead, but also they called me first. So mm -hmm. it's like, I didn't have yeah. to call them. Like they wanted my help and I'll just right. email them until they tell me not to, you know I mean? Right. Like, you know, they're interested. It's right. just getting them to take that next step. Yeah. So again, like providing value, right? Yeah. Right. Continuing to reach out. Yeah. Letting them know. About them things. knowing like, oh, well, even though I don't want your specific house right here, you still want to help me. And I'm like, yeah. Like, yep. I definitely can. And I just having the knowledge of the surrounding areas too. And just saying, hey, okay, you want to be 50 grand under this. I know of a couple. And they're like, oh, really? Like, they're always surprised by that. Um, so I do like that part because I know a lot of builder reps have like only that builder's listing and they're restricted yes. to that. So I love the flexibility I have being with a smaller builder that I primarily do the new construction, but I'm not going to like close the door on showing other homes. We have to be good as real estate agents to letting our clients know, Hey, I don't just do this part of real estate. I do yes. this and this because some people will reach out to me. I didn't know you did new construction too. So mm -hmm. I pop up on my story. Uh, yes, I do new construction. Yes, it's beneficial for you to have someone who's not the builder's agent all the time, you know, mm -hmm. and just different things like that. And we have to make it known to our clients that we work We work with investments. We work with, if you're commercial, work with commercial. You work with new construction, the, the ways you can bring value to them through those different things. Do any of us here do, um, we none of us do cold calling, right? Mm -hmm. No. Okay, so that's kind of cool. So people listening to us can kind of learn, you know, through yeah. our, what we do. One thing I've always based myself on, I'm 100% fear. I've developed relationships, especially in the last 15 years, um, of just getting to know people sincerely, knowing about them, their family, what they love. Um, and that's how I kind of developed my sphere. Like there's nothing, I just, I'm so outgoing. I like to get to know people. I'm not salesy. You know, I joined a lot of different kinds of groups, Facebook, and Piper, you're next door. You gotta yeah. elaborate mm -hmm. on how good you, what you do for, for that. Sure. And so I just wanna take a time to say, Piper, what do you do on next door? Okay. So, <laughs> for those that aren't familiar with next door, it's basically like your neighborhood community app. And for me, that's kind of where I shifted gears this last these last 12 months is getting more involved with the communities I was a part of. So that was my neighborhood and the uh, school and church that my kids go to. So it's a combo. But essentially, I got on next door and I was just interacting with people more. And I mean, it wasn't it wasn't I like I was out seeking for leads in any in any part of a way. It was more of like, okay, I see all these community members reaching out to help others. How can I maybe help? Yeah, and so like a few people, a yeah, and a few people, you know, chimed on, like put on there, you know, hey, I'm renting right now, but I'm looking at this complex over here. Does anybody know anything about these condos over here? 
and I saw that this woman posted it like 48 hours ago and no one chimed in. And I was like, I know that area pretty well. And so I just kind of wrote her back and I just said, you know, are you looking to buy or rent? And she goes, well, I'm actually open to both. And so I said, okay, well, here's the opportunity for me to let you know pros and cons. We can chat about it. You know, we worked together for three months and she closed on her first condo in November and she could not be happier. She's just like, I feel so good to have my own place, you know? And so for me, it was just these little blips of me chiming in. um, And another woman I'm working with, you know, she was just having some, you know, legal problems with her house. And so she reached out and no one was chiming in. And I was like, okay, well, I can chime in somewhat or at least point you in the right direction to get you the answers that you need. And so I ended up meeting with her and now she wants me to sell her house, you know, this spring. And so just these little conversations have developed into relationships, have developed into clients. And I think that's the most important part. And just becoming my, that go-to resource, yeah, like I said, yeah. too. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, Piper seems to know a lot. Like, she's responding yeah. and just even popping up in that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I see it so much, like, with all professions on Nextdoor, especially handyman. You know, there's there's one specifically on there who's always chiming in, hey, I can help you. I can be over within 24 hours and give you a free quote. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, and he is well-known now within the community, so now he's the go-to wow. handyman. You know, and and I found in my community that there's not, there's well-known realtors, but there's not a go-to realtor on this app or in this community. And I think a lot of the people that are on there appreciate the involvement that people have, Mm -hmm. you know, it gives them a sense of peace in a sense, knowing that there's like a trusted professional out there that, you know, is actually genuinely wanting to help them. Yeah. Yeah. They tell you're a go-getter because you're coming at, you know, (laughs) Yeah. so that's like, if this person's going to like chime in and I'm not even their client right now, what are they going to do for me when I do this my house? Yeah. Like you're responsive like right away, which is huge. Well, and this, this, the thing I struggle with too sometimes is that the, I mean, I don't want to like bash anybody, but the other realtors that, you know, do use the app at times, they, they will chime in only when someone says, I want to sell my house, mm-hmm. right. you know, and then they're like, well, I can help you sell your house, blah, 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 blah. But like, they don't really communicate with anybody else as mm-hmm. far as, you know, it's like yeah. commission breath. Yeah. yeah, it is. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. And that's what I've kind of honed into as well. Like I've become like a resource, like people know I do new construction and I'll have so many people reach out to me and be like, Hey, what's your favorite paint color? Or like, do you have a good plumber? Do you have an electrician? And I've become like a go-to resource because I have like these subcontractors that I personally work with all the time. I go to you for that. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and I love that. <laughs> and so it's like awesome that I have that. And a lot of them are friends that have never bought a house with me yet or anything. And it's like I'm still like helping them along. And like, yeah, they're always asking for referrals from me. And so just like giving them out as much as I can. So when the time does come, it's like, okay, Ashley knows her stuff in terms of like the house in general, not just like yeah, like the more well-rounded approach of like contractors and stuff. So I hope that that turns into leads. Um, and yeah, just becoming a resource and not only talking to someone when they say, I want to buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say, so I was just talking with um, our colleague friend, Leslie, and she was saying that she read somewhere that you have to have almost eight touches with somebody before, you know, anything were to transpire. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just think about that. You know, it's yeah. not just a one and done thing. You have to mm-hmm. maintain that relationship and nurture it and, you know, mm-hmm. make sure that you're still there for them even when, you know, they don't need you. Right. Mm-hmm. 
and even if that's like someone wants to rent it's like that's not our primary business but like not just like totally turning away and be like oh i have no help for you it's like putting in a little effort and knowing that they'll become a client someday as well well and rentals are a part of real estate and so it's like we're the realtor we should be able to advise them on you know Mm -hmm. their choices for sure as far as renting and yeah the benefits of it so changing gears a little bit Ange, i know you and Ben have done a lot of first-time homebuyer seminars, which yes. I think you're the only one out of the four of us who have put yeah. one on, right? Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about that and, like, how has it benefited you guys? So I think we've had four closings. I know for sure three. I think four, though. When did you do your first one? Our first one, um, hmm, two years into the business, I think. So Six years ago. And where did you yeah. do it? And we actually rented out the room at Omni Brewing, and the room was only like $300, and then we gave everyone a beer ticket, Mm -hmm. so they could get a beer and listen to us, and so like we were providing value. I had a lender there, too, so he was able to answer all the lender questions, we were able to answer all the real estate, so that we're not stepping out of our scope of practice. Um, And... I mainly geared it towards my sphere in Facebook and I just put it in as a vet because I'm one of those people that just wants to get it done and not perfect it and then I'll worry about perfecting it more next time. I just want to get it done because I've read so many books that you just need to get it done, get it done, get it done. And then, you know, obviously work on perfecting it, making it better because if you don't just get it done, sometimes you'll just be stuck on the first steps, you know. Stop, yeah, planning it forever. (laughs) Execute, then perfect. Execute, then perfect. So... If I was to do it over again, I would do a first-time homebuyer class and make signs and stick them up all around the neighborhood, go on every single Facebook neighborhood app and write, hey, in this city, we're doing a first-time homebuyers. And I've been actually doing that for our next one because we have always done them um, around this time of year when we're a little bit slower, Um, which it might benefit actually to do them in the fall because that's when first-time homebuyers are coming back out again more. But if we do them now, then they'll be ready for next fall, too. So I actually had someone that was in that class and didn't buy for five years and bought, um, ended up closing last September, October. So it's still, and not only that, we've gotten a lot of leads from that class that were through. So not counting the people that were sitting in the class that sold, which was, I think, four of them. Then we ended up getting their friends that saying, hey, we went to this first-time homebuyer class, and these are good agents. Let me, And they work with first-time homebuyers, and they know their stuff. Um, so we got a lot of clients through that way too. And I, yeah, if I did it over again, I'd hound on Facebook all around the cities around it, signs and just getting the word out there to communities and saying, Hey, we're doing this free class. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you can offer something if you want and you have the lender there for the lender side and, and, um, your real estate expertise. It's nice that my husband's a broker, so he can even go far farther into elaborating on certain things. So um, that's what we've done, and I'm going to continue doing that because, yes, it's done a lot for our business, and a lot of first-time homebuyers reach out to us, I feel like, because they've even seen that class pop up on their Facebook and stuff. Yeah. Have you ever had first-time homebuyers at any of the classes that you have done ask any title questions? And, like, would you have a title closer there? Because for me, I'm almost like it's you're kind of the start. Well, the lender's kind of the start. Mm -hmm. You're kind of the middleman, and then the title is the one that closes the deal. No. So I'm like, I wonder if it makes sense to have all three there, or if first-time homebuyers don't really care about that title. They don't really care about it. And they really don't. And, like, if you want to explain it in two seconds without stepping out of your scope, I always just say, like, even when they're picking their title company, I say, hey, you can pick your own title company, or we have some people we work with a lot, and we don't get any kickbacks from them, and... 
um, titles basically to cover to make sure that there's no like liens or anything on your property when you go and buy and sell and then you have this title insurance that if something was to happen you you know it's yeah. a backup but no one really has questions on that stuff mm-hmm. okay. like they don't like, yeah first time homebuyers until they're like actually know, sitting there yeah. signing well, and, may, and yeah. maybe that's kind of what I'm getting at is because a lot of my first time homebuyers because that's kind of like my first love I love working with everybody but yeah, first time homebuyers I mean that's just like where it just hits home for me and yeah I don't, I don't know for me it's just I feel like they kind of get blindsided at the they closing do get table. Blindsided. Mm-hmm. And so when Jennifer Butcher was here, you know, she was talking about make sure you know your numbers. And so for these first time home buyers, the title company that I work with, they have a like buyer closing sh- net sheet or mm-hmm. whatever that you're going to have to bring to closing. You can enter in the address. They'll estimate your closing costs for you. So at least I like kind of always hand that to them of like, hey, it's not just your down payment that you're coming to closing right. with. It's the title mm-hmm. fee and the recording fee yeah. and, you know. But it's if not you a, know so yours, you yeah. can do it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Ben and I, we know all that by by heart, our title fees and everything. So we can say this is this, this is this. So, yeah. you know, and your lender can actually do that almost same sheet with yeah. the title stuff. So if mm-hmm. you, I mean, you could have a title guy. I just probably never would. I yeah. think it's too many pe- cooks in the kitchen then too. Yeah. And you're, if you get stuck on the title stuff, which is a lot more stuff you don't worry about because of that insurance that you're getting through them. It's like all the back behind the scenes mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. I just think you could get stuck on talking, a title person talking about stuff that really doesn't matter as yeah. much. If that makes I do like feel like legal jargon. Legal, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> I do feel thing. like it is essential to have a lender always at a first time home buyer class. Yes. I mean, even mm-hmm. when I meet with somebody, I'm like, have you talked to a lender? yet because that's almost the first conversation I want them to have because the money part is going to be the hardest and the most frustrating and Mm -hmm. the most difficult to understand part of buying a house yeah Yeah. and we can't pull their credit so no that's one of the main things you can change a paint color when I show you a house but (laughs) I can't change your finances I can't change the way the outlook's gonna like your finances are your driving factor so until you understand your finances we can't really talk much about homes. Yeah. Uh, so and I have see. never done... Oh, sorry. What no, you're going to say... Oh. I was going to say, so you incentivize people to come with the yep. free beer. Have yes. you ever done giveaways? That was my next we haven't question for there, you. Oh, sorry. Yes, we did. So when we did um, our class, we said anyone from that class, if they come and, um, come and listen and then they end up buying with us, we'll waive your... Um, Buyer admin fee will cover it. Oh, oh nice. that's smart. And so yeah, we cover it for all those people. So That's really nice. That's yeah. awesome. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have never done door hangers before, but I know some people in this group have, <laughs> so let's talk about that. Okay, so Market Dwellings is where I got my door hangers. They're so cute, you guys. And, I mean, you can just walk through your neighborhood and just hang them up or throw them in a bag. <laughs> Erica, Erica, tell <laughs> us keep, all about Keep them in your I'll car you and next. don't ever yeah. use them. Um, <laughs> No, but I mean, for winter time, I put a bag of popcorn in there. I put like a packet of like Swiss Miss and then it just says, hey, I'm not just your neighbor. I'm also your local real estate agent. If you're ever thinking about buying or selling a home, please feel free to reach out to me. And at the bottom of the door hanger, there's like little like slits that you can put your business card in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really cute touch. And granted, I've only walked through my neighborhood twice, but like... You Have know, you got it? Yeah. So you literally knock? No. Oh, no, I okay, don't knock. Okay, you just drop it. I just drop it. Yeah. If, if, they're, yeah. if they're outside and like working, I will strike you up bring a conversation. Kids, yeah. I brought my kids in the wagon. Yeah. I mean, I you know, and they, they actually loved running up to the door and doing it for oh, me, which, you know, it's not like I, uh-huh. I, I don't know. 
using my kids for my work, but at the same oh, time, I, know. I do gotta take advantage. It's important for them to see, you know, work like uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> the lengths that you have to go to sometimes for your business. And so mm-hmm. I loved bringing them along and having them witness that and so helping out and pitching in. And, you know, I gave them allowance, you know, for helping out. It's like, okay, you're working. I'm going to pay you. you yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. So it was really, really fun. I have not gotten any Okay. That was my question. Yeah. Yet. No, because yeah. I've only done it twice. But like I said before, you know, a lot of people have said it takes eight touches on yeah. somebody's house totally in order to have something happen. And so for me, I'm just also, you just have to keep being consistent with what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. you don't do something once and then drop it off. It. You never know. Like, not everyone probably threw it away. Like, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, who's actually holding yeah. on to it for when they need it? You don't know. Yeah. But. Yep. Yeah. Where you Erica, <laughs> she has some. So, I mean, I'm not, under the bus. <laughs> I'm not as um, creative nor generous as Piper, but I also <laughs> created door like, hangers. They're not getting popcorn. <laughs> uh, they're not getting any food. Sorry. Physical, I, don't have, I don't have time for that. Um, no, so a mentor of mine on my team recommended that um, I start a Facebook page. And she's like, why don't you just print door hangers and, like, ask people to join the Facebook page and then you could eventually befriend them on Facebook and then they'll see your realtor, like just building relationships. Yeah. So I did that. Um, I have hung half the neighborhood maybe with okay. door hangers. I did bring our daughter first, but it was kind of a bad decision because it was right before her nap time. So it was kind of stressful. <laughs> she's crabby um, and cold. She's crabby. Yeah. Yes. And they're still sitting right by my front door. Yeah, each time I come over, I'm like, hey, what are these doing here? <laughs> I, I just dread it because everyone, it's a new construction community and everyone has ring doorbells and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're they just, do. I'm just going to look like an idiot. Oh, no, that's when but you say fine. something cute into their camera. Just be oh, like, God. I'm not going to knock and bother you, <laughs> no. but I am your local realtor. I'd love to Oh, for like, sure you got to do that. Oh, oh yes. my God. I feel like she's a little no, You're no. going to go viral no, on TikTok no. as like the cute yeah, little realtor true. that pops up on people's ring cameras. Yeah. So, oh, I didn't even think, I might steal that now. Yeah, do exactly. it. There you yeah. go. So I do need to finish that. But I mean, yeah, on the flip side, like I have built relationships, like our neighbors who are like close to us, we're Facebook friends, we talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just joined a Bible study. I did. Yes. For like yes. growing network. Yeah. Not like it's the only reason you joined, but. <laughs> just for leads. No, but you're, no. Kidding. you're also reading the Bible in a year. And what's that I program am, called? Uh, Bible recap. Yep. Yeah. So I'm getting more involved in my church. Um, I also help with the nursery. So like once a month I'll volunteer in the two-year-old's class. Um, and yeah, just like meeting other, especially moms, obviously that's who I can bond mm-hmm. with. Um, but yeah, women's Bible study is great every week and again it's just building relationships for me like that's what me I'm too. best at and I don't I don't know I'm bad at like going we're up all to people that. and being we're like all well Erica the thing that strikes me so it's so funny with you because you always say like I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that but you will get up in front of 500 people <laughs> yeah on a whim and just like chat about whatever I could yeah and that doesn't scare you no I'm I could so talk opposite in front of a billion people, but then if it's like a small group, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't See, know. It's I'm weird. opposite. Same. Small yeah. circles is where I thrive. Big yep. crowds, I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, save me. Yeah. 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 So it's just face my fear, I guess. Yeah. I gotta get we all got to do over. it. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But get outside your I know zone. Yes. you and I do bring coffee and stuff. Like I bring coffee to Aubrey's daycare. 
Oh um, yeah, I but did. I've um, always done that my whole even before I was a real estate agent. Like I was the person I that brought the pizza and the coffee, and I made special things at home and give them away. I'm a giver, and I love like I brought you a present today. You know, <laughs> so like I just am that person that would bring everyone yes. coffee. Like I wanted to bring Andy sourdough bread. You know that kind of thing. So yeah. Well, is that your love language? Is oh, like gift for giving? Sure. Oh, giving people gifts, yes. Yeah. Not receiving them. Um, yeah. I mean, not like them, but. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say no. I won't say no. No, my love language is when someone does something for me. Yeah, Ooh, mine's acts, acts of service. Acts of service, service. service same. Yeah, like, especially I the care cleaning. less about, yeah, gifts or physical touch. Don't touch me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, you've got stuff for your kids' school, right? Like donuts? Yeah, so the yeah. staff members, there's 39 staff members there, and I know that three of them share a similar allergy to me. So, you know, I went out of my way cause I wanted to bring donuts. Um, and cause the donut shop right by our house, actually one of the parents at the school owns it. And so I wanted to also support the local small business yeah. while also helping out the teachers and whatnot. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I just went and picked up uh, donuts and went to a different gluten-free bakery and brought donuts there and then I just kind of handed them off to the office administrator and she went around with a cart that morning mm-hmm. and you like, like some business cards right I did yeah. yeah I put like a little cute sign next to it that just says you know thank you you know school staff for all that you do for our kids we appreciate it more than you know um you know if you ever have any real estate needs I'm here for you please take a card and like at the bottom there's like a stack of my business cards and so yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's awesome. Yeah. Another thing I can think of is referrals, right? We're all sphere based. The one thing we rely on is referrals too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And providing that exceptional service to people, going above and beyond, thinking of cute things to do. And like like there's times where I'm like, Okay, I haven't talked to my client for like four days. Like, is there something I can write them, Hey, oh yeah, your utilities are this or like mm-hmm. then the like my clients that closed last week, like first time home buyer like literally was so confused about all the different filters he needs in his house. Um, so I went and picked up a bunch of filters and wrote down when he's supposed to change them out. And then I gave them to him at closing with a couple other things, but like little things like that. And like, sometimes if I have a seller moving, I'll go drop off boxes, like on a big thing of tape and a permanent marker for them That's to start nice. moving. Yeah. You know, like little things like that to show that you care, to show that you go above and beyond to show that you're a, do more than the average real estate yeah. agent. It's not just the transaction. No, it's to not. You. Yeah, and really, really pick something that you're passionate about, that you care about, that you like to share with others. Like I love that. I love going to Home Depot, getting those boxes and stuff, and then dropping them off because you're going to be at their house to pick up other things anyway. Mm-hmm. So when, yeah, when they get yeah. an accepted offer, here's your boxes. Here's a start. Right. Yeah. Like that's, that's really the nice. realtor mo- motto: is the little things go. The little, little things. The little things go the farthest. Yeah. 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 I don't. I miss them sometimes for everybody. So I haven't been able to, there's some things I do for every single person, but then there's sometimes where one person accidentally, I miss Well, that's it. the tough part. It's like, oh my gosh, you have to remember like their home anniversary and birthdays and yeah, you a know, lot. Home anniversary I know yeah. I'm yeah. so bad about it too. I've, I've done it, I think for 75% of my clients, but then, you know, then I get pregnant and my brain just stops. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. No. And then also the last thing like I wanted to touch on is just meeting with lenders. I yeah. mean, I have built such a good rapport with two lenders and we've exchanged business back and forth and it's just because we try to meet quarterly just for a cup of coffee and chat about how we can better our business and you know it's it's just a two-way street yeah so 
Yeah, so hopefully by all of us sharing our ideas of how we get business besides picking up the phone and asking if someone wants to buy, sell, or invest in real estate every day of our lives. Yeah, we can't do that. Hopefully you found something in here that you can take away and apply to your business and something you haven't done or tried before. And we'll end we can, with our, Yeah, I was going to say, we could probably do... 2.0 version of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can, like, Because I feel yeah. like I we have a lot of our yeah. like, We have so many more ideas. <laughs> we could do a... That's a good start. How to generate business without cold calling part two. Yeah. Because yes. we we'll still need to touch two. on Google business giveaways. Oh, Google industry business, guys. That's so important. I could go on and on and on. I could, too. That. And having a good Google business is key. Because yeah. Google is where you search for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime I Google something, I want to find the reviews for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a sneak peek into a future episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to end on Date Mary Kill. Our last one of season Yes. One. And so this is about the real estate shows. We're going to do Selling OC, Selling Sunset, or Buying Beverly Hills. Piper, I'll let you start because I know you watch them all. <laughs> <laughs> Reality TV junkie. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm going to immediately kill Selling the OC. I think it's a terrible spinoff of Selling Sunset. I think it's just, like, over-the-top dramatic. It's just... All of them are trashy to me. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to date buying Beverly Hills only because... I haven't Surprised. seen enough yet. Really? Selling okay. Sunset. I mean, Ooh, I've been mercy, like, that's yo. like the OG. I've been in like a fan <laughs> since season one. And yeah, I think they're on seven seasons now. They're almost one of the longest running series on Netflix. I Wait. think they're like one Beverly- season behind. Oh, wow. I thought they only had one. No, Selling Sunset. With Mauricio? Yeah, Buying Beverly Hills. Selling, oh, selling, selling Sunset. Sunset. Marrying. Okay, okay, you're marrying. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I am stuck between the two selling ones, but I would marry Buying Beverly Hills. I thought that one was so much better. I loved, like, the people in it and just, like, the actual storyline. Yeah. It's, like, the family business, and I could, like, relate to it so much because the girls in there work for their dad, who's the broker, and, like, I work for my dad, who's the builder, so I just feel like I could relate, and I loved that show. So... I want them to come out with more seasons. I think they are. I think season two is like supposed to be coming out like hopefully. I follow them on Instagram and it says something like that. Okay, good. So I'll be waiting for that. Um, I'm just gonna go against the grain here and kill selling sunset because I feel like it's just kidding. Yeah, this just gets to be too much on there. It's more about like the girls and what they're wearing and not the houses. So oh, then I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna say selling OC because I like a lot of the houses they show on there and I feel like they have like really cool properties on the OC one. So okay, you need to go to season seven, episode five of Selling Sunset. How do you know oh my this? Gosh. Because it is the most stunning you house already I've texted ever seen me in my this. life. I have because it, you guys, it's literally the most jaw dropping house I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah. I'm like I didn't even walk through it in person, just seeing it on film. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh. So, so the drama does get to be a lot, but I just love the houses. So I'll <coughs> what did I say? Oh yeah, I'm gonna kill Selling Sunset and date. OC. And Erica and I don't watch any of these. I've only watched Beverly Hills, and no. I'll marry that and kill the other two because I don't know anything about the other <laughs> yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. I actually hate reality TV. I hate it. What? So I would for sure. Sh- yeah, I hate it. Like I would for sure. I'm just gonna she say kill. To I would kill Selling Sunset. Yes, True. because I just see the commercials and I'm like, I just I get so annoyed and I change it. So I'd kill them because that's all I see. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Buying Beverly Hills. I guess I would marry because the Mauricio dude, he's on that. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay, and you so you sent me podcast with him being interviewed, and I actually really like him. Yeah. So I do too. He's a good businessman. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I guess date o- selling OC, which sure. I don't know, but that's yeah. Erica that's would that. want like a haunted house show. Yeah. She's all about thrillers and not reality. Yeah, so. she's willing to date people she doesn't even know. That's, true, that's true why crime. you just kill them right <laughs> true away. True crime. True maybe crime. We, maybe we could do true crime. Uh, yeah. Date Mary kill Ooh. the next time. Yes. Except for I would I be won't scared. Know any of them. I won't either. Too yeah. scared. I know what's that one? The kill, uh, mur- the murderer one. Oh gosh, making yeah. a murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And the Carol Baskin one. That's what it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna wrap up there before we got on a rabbit hole of thrillers. <laughs> but yeah, oh, thank you for tuning in to season one of She Means Business. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in season two, please feel free to just message us on Instagram. Our page is just She Means Business MN. If you're not following us already, we're gonna take a little break, but we'll be back with more episodes and some more guests coming in season two. So thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We want to express our gratitude to all of you who have supported us and continue to tune in. Without you, this podcast wouldn't be possible. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes coming your way. Until then, remember to keep exploring, keep learning, and keep listening to She Means Business.